Welcome to Beyond the Routine with Bettina and Nick Shimanek. The podcast where we step away from the workouts and get real about life. We're a husband and wife duo, performance trainers, parents, and health and wellness experts. When we're not training professional athletes or traveling the world filming or leading workouts, we're sharing about life beyond the routine and how we find balance in all the unexpected and the chaos that our careers bring. Whether you're here to see what's going on in our crazy lives or how we manage our work-life balance, or you're interested in improving your overall health, we're here to take you beyond beyond the the routine. routine. Yo, yo, what is up? Welcome to the Beyond the Routine podcast with Bettina and Nick Shimanek. So we often get questions about our daily routines, so we thought we'd tackle some of those in the second episode. But before we get into that, let's talk about some updates and some stuff that we got going on. You just got back yeah. from L.A. Yeah, I just got back from L.A. I was out there for four or five days um, working with one of my clients. Um, he's an actor, Danny Ramirez. He has a new movie coming up. He's in the new Captain America movie. So, um, And he was yeah. in Top Gun. And he was in Top Gun. Yeah. Um, that was, I mean, he's been in a lot of things, but I feel like Top Gun was like his kind of launching pad into the next phase of his career. Um, but yeah, for Captain America, I mean, he wants to do all of his own stunts. He obviously wants to look good on camera. Um, so we're just trying to keep him in, you know, top shape. Yeah. Um, we train virtual like via FaceTime or Zoom or whatever a few times a week. And then every couple of weeks I'll, I'll pop out to LA or Miami or New York or wherever he's at and kind of check on him. So, um, yeah, that's been fun. It was great to see some of the friends um, back in L.A. Obviously, we have a lot of those being there for so long. So that was awesome. Wish you all would have been with us. But Yeah, Aluna and I stayed back. We just figured she was starting school. She started is, school. She that's, started school today. Yeah. And we just wanted to make sure that, you know, with traveling and stuff, we were just we want to be a little. Yeah, just going across system. a couple time zones. Yeah. We originally planned for you all to come with me, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, traveling with her a couple of days prior to her starting school, we just didn't want her schedule to be all yeah out of whack and funky. So yeah, thought it was best that y'all stay. Yeah, quick trip though. Yeah, and it was nice because I feel like you know I <laughs> it's been a rough few weeks for me being pregnant and like you know <laughs> I take a lot of naps during the day and if I'm not napping, you know I'm trying to keep up with Aluna. Um, but I'm when you're home, it's so nice because you're able to allow me to nap. Yeah. But I was really scared for you to yeah. leave for a few days, yeah. but I survived. You were good. You yeah, survived. I was yeah. survived. But, you know, I had to, I really was strategic about my, my day. Like I woke up, you know, we had our babysitter help Ruth and she was there in the morning. And then usually during lunchtime when Aluna sleeps, like I'm trying to get more work done doing stuff. But I was like, you know what? I am going to nap. Yeah. And those were game changers. Yeah. It helped you guys. on the back end. Oh my in the gosh. Evening. In the evening. Cause normally I feel like that's whenever you start to get most not tired? worked up, but like oh, anxious, tired. Yes. You're like, Oh God, it's nighttime. We got to start the routine. Yes. We got to. Yeah. When yeah. she wakes up from her nap, like yeah. around, you know, when it hits like three or four, 3.30, I'm kind of like, okay. You're like, all right, we got to tell myself to go go for a walk. Get mentally prepared. Yeah. All right, we got to entertain her for a long time. I know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's been... I and have, just the monotony. You've talked about that. Yeah. Kind of being know, like it, Groundhog, it, Day. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day, yeah. Just the perpetual, same thing, same thing over and over and over. Yeah. What you hate. Yeah, so. I know. It gets boring. But you know, so you guys spice things up. Tate's <laughs> been on bath time the last <laughs> couple weeks. Yeah, last night I was like, I'm just going to lie in this bed. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not getting out of bed. I was like, uh, all right, I'll start a nighttime routine. But what I also is exciting is I've been working on this book for this for I think eight months now, and it's gotta be longer than. Uh I think around. I don't. I feel like I signed the contract in April last year. Uh, Okay. I think. Yeah. Can't remember, but I just remember it was long and I didn't have a ghostwriter for this. Um, My first one, I did have someone that helped with the writing, but this one I just did pretty much all by myself, you know, and um, that definitely made me very anxious in the workday. Yeah. Because I was constantly thinking about it and I was, you know, whenever I had any free time, I'd be like, I should be working on my book, should be working on my book. Um, so that's been something that's helped me relax a lot is that's done. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. That will be out in November. It's a strength training book for women um, with human kinetics. And it's very exciting because, you know, it is, I created this book to be the thing that I wish I had when I first became a trainer. Yeah. You know, like it's not the most in-depth, you know, science based I mean, it is all science based, but it's not like the most in-depth information. And that, scientific. And yeah. Like, like, you know, like I wouldn't think that words. you would yeah. really benefit from it, but yeah. you'd probably, you know, you there are things that you'd like, but. Yeah, for sure. But. But it's digestible. It's digestible. And it's, it's for the relatable. person that's always wanted to like explore working out, maybe a newer trainer, yeah. uh, maybe someone that wants to change up their training. And so yeah. it's pretty exciting. Um, but yeah, so I think that's pretty much our. Our whole update for the week. I mean, you just got back from LA and I'm done with the book. You're done with the book. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah. Um, side note, I will touch on this. You said that you kept delaying, delaying, delaying. I feel like there is kind of a bit of beauty and procrastination. I feel like a lot of times our best work comes whenever we're like kind of back against the wall yeah. and forced to, <laughs> to do some stuff. And I feel like you kept Doing that, it was like you would have to send something to the editor in oh six my gosh, weeks. Yes. And then five weeks into it, you would like I would kind of say oh. stuff and complain, like, oh, I gotta start this book. I gotta start and then a week before the deadline, oh, you're I, like, All I right, work boom. very well under pressure. Yeah, same. <laughs> That's why I wanted to bring it up because I feel like Yeah. I feel like in our society it's like you gotta be on top of this, 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 yeah. this. Which is obviously beneficial. You write everything down. I don't really write a lot of stuff down. Um, but I feel like whenever you're kind of back you against timeline. the wall, a lot you of have pe- a timeline. And that's, and that's a proven thing. A yeah. lot of people work way better with deadlines. Yep. Um, that's why people write stuff down, though, is so they yeah. have those deadlines. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it was funny because like, you know, originally the the manuscript was due in November. Last year, no, October yeah. actually, I October. think. October. And then we moved. Yep. So then I, she was like, "Oh yeah, no problem." Like, give you an extra. We'll month. give you an extra month. And then we were pregnant, and I was like, "Give you Can another I extra month. Have an extra month." And yeah. she, you know, my uh, acquisitions editor has been so amazing about yeah. that. So um, I don't recommend uh, <laughs> trying to push your people, but um, I was very grateful that they were like so understanding of all the life changes that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a humble brag on my wife really quick, Human Kinetics, the publisher that is um, obviously publishing the book, is not just a regular publisher. Like I have probably 10 or 15 books in the gym that are all produced by uh, Human Kinetics. So it's like a, it's no slouch for sure. It's oh, like, it's like a you. big thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm very excited. It's... I'll be a, a customer. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have it displayed and probably a glass frame in, in the gym. Next to your women's health thing. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's very exciting. Yeah, because my first the first book that I came out with was with with Rodale Publishing, um, who women's health 
publishing used women's health magazine used to be with and yeah. um, now they're with Hearst. But um yeah, I had a ghostwriter with that and like it was a it was a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just weird. Like now I'm like, oh my gosh, I never thought that I would be writing a book yeah. like this. So it's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, stay tuned for that. That'll be out in November of this year, I think. Unless yeah. that's pushed back because we pushed everything else back. Yeah. Um so Let's get into our morning routines. Morning routines. Yeah. yeah. Starting the day off right. Yeah. So the first thing that we are big on, and we'll touch on some of them, but I feel like this is a big one that's newly adopted in yeah. a way. We call it sun before screens. Yeah. So basically, we're trying to get sun before 10 a.m. Yeah. Um, every single day for at least 10 minutes. Um, we both follow this neuroscientist from Stanford named Dr. Andrew Huberman, and he insists that at least 10 minutes of sun every single day is going to directly affect your sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's been a big one. And the whole sun before screens thing for us is more less about the screen itself, but more about the stimulation of the screen. Right. And like, you know, being disconnected from the world, you know, um, I feel like it's more so about kind of finding like focus before you already yes like because it's so easy to just especially in our world to pull up your phone mm-hmm. and then you just you don't even know you're what you're picking scrolling. up your phone for yeah you're yeah. just scrolling like yes. mindlessly so i feel like before we even try to um or i guess unconsciously slip into that rabbit hole mm-hmm. um we just like take a couple hours to not do that to get some sun to um, you know, drink Be water, spend time other. with Luna. Yeah. yeah. Have breakfast. We try to have breakfast together as a family every day. And I found it's be- it's made me so much more relaxed in the morning, mm-hmm. um, less anxiety. I'm way more focused. And, you know, we obviously are trying to be as strict as we can as like, you know, let's try not to look at our phones before then. But, you know, there's obvious things where we're like, hey, maybe we need to, if maybe we have a client at 9am and we, we want to check our phone yeah, to make sure to, she does, yep. they didn't cancel. Um, or maybe we need to check the weather, but we have our, our Siri that we ask the yep. weather. Um, but it's given me a really good habit. Like this morning was a really good example. Um, this morning I woke up a little bit earlier and I told myself, okay, you know, we're trying not to look at the sun or to look at screens before the sun. and I was like, oh, shoot, but I really need to upload this video. And I really know that the Internet's better in the morning because not (laughs) everyone's on it. So I know it'll be quicker if I upload it. So I gave myself a purpose when I was on my phone. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on my computer. I'm literally just going to upload this video. And that's it. You know, and I had a purpose because I feel like a lot of times we just grab our phones and we don't even know we did it. Yeah, exactly. We have a friend that we went out to dinner with recently that was like, I wish that there was an app that you had to tell your phone what you were going to do before you were actually going to open it. Yeah. So then that was the only thing you can do. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of us just like, oh, I need to like, go. I need to, I need to look for a picture and it only opens your photo album. Yeah. And you can't like go yes. to your fo- photo album for five seconds and then, oh shit, now I'm on Instagram. <laughs> and then 30 minutes later, you're like, wait, what? Where did, Where did hold on. <laughs> what just happened? There are so many times. I mean, how many times I'll be like, oh, what was I going to do? Yeah. <gasps> Oh, grocery? I, I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been really nice for us. But yeah. the sun itself, um, I want to read a direct tweet from Dr. Huberman because this is this is one that I've been sharing a lot. He says, how well you slept last night and when you felt sleepy to go to bed 
and how you felt on waking are mainly controlled by how early and how much sunlight you viewed before 10 a.m. in the preceding two to three days. Other factors matter, but that's the biggie, folks. Non-negotiable biology. (laughs) Bingo. Bingo. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. And I I didn't want to mess it up, so that's why I wanted to read it exact from his his tweet. But ever since I read that, I was like, I think he's... I don't think he's wrong because, yeah. you know, we track our sleep on our aura yeah. and I've been gaining way better sleep, you know, this time around with being pregnant. It's yeah. wild, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, I remember whenever you were pregnant with Aluna, whenever we were still in LA, you would wake up at three or four o'clock in the morning. Yep. Every single day and for probably three months or four or months. Or just wake up, go eat like cereal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember you would just... Be on your phone primarily. Sometimes, yeah. most of the time, you wouldn't even get out of the bed for two or three yeah. hours. You would just literally scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah. And I would say, you got to put your phone down. You got to do. And it was just like so convenient and right there. Um, yeah. yeah. I feel like this time you've definitely been uh, prepared, I guess, a little better. Like yeah. put your phone away from the yes. bed. That's been a big one. Yeah. Like, or leave your phone in the other room. Yeah. Since we don't just have to so I don't want to. Yeah. I just don't want to look yeah. at my phone because I feel like it's the first thing you look at. You know, I, I always feel bad because sometimes if you're sleeping and I wake up in the morning, I just want to be like, hey, Siri, what time is it? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you don't have your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have my phone nearby, but yeah. I don't want to wake you up, yeah. um, you know, and we'll talk about our nighttime routines in another episode. Yeah. But yeah, like we're very much like phones are away. Yep. You know, it's dark in our room. But, yeah. you know, I wanted to touch on the reason why we another reason for the sun is also for its cir- circadian rhythms, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it kind of sets um, your melatonin rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, just going back to the sleep thing, yeah. like he said, um, if you get really good sleep, like, say, on a Wednesday, it's probably from the habits that you had Sunday, Monday. Prior. Yeah, Sunday, yeah. Monday, even Tuesday. And um, it's so wild because everything we do in a society is like, it's so immediate. No. Yeah, we no, want it no, now. No, no, and no, we don't no. think about that. Yeah. You know, and, and and the whole circadian rhythm thing is such a big, big thing for us. I mean, I don't know if you caught Nick earlier talking about crossing time zones yeah. with Aluna going to L.A. and coming back. So we're in Dallas and that's two hours behind L.A. And so we know that if two we go oh, two hours ahead, yes, yeah. and if we go to LA and Aluna's sleep is all messed and we came back, you know, we knew that was going to mess up her circadian yeah, rhythm. At least for a few days. Yes. And, and then with her starting school, we were like, it's already going to be hectic. Yes. And um, changes. Yeah. So. And, and I feel like that's something that not a lot of people think about is the circadian rhythm. They just kind yeah. of go and they travel, they do this. They don't let the sun hit their eyes by a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And the circadian rhythms are so important because it regulates your sleep, your brain, um, your digestive system, how you're going to sleep, you know, at night. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, everything you do is going to affect that. And yeah. so I think that's really important to to note, um, I, yeah, I was just going to say real quick and we can touch on this in like another podcast, yeah. um, like travel routines. Yeah. I know we're trying to stick to morning routines yep. for this specific, um, but just in a very general sense, just try to see the sun in the morning and try yep. to see the sun it's in the evening. Be one of the best ways you and can reset like it. The yes. easiest, like, obviously you can do stuff, timing my meals, like when do I work out, like trying to keep everything similar to what you're used to, to try to stay, like, uh, as far as crossing time zones. Um, 
But yeah, just in a very general sense, like wake up, even if it's through the window, try to look at the sun for 10 or not look at the sun, get some sun for 10 or 15 minutes. Well, Huberman and then says right before that bed. you could get sun in your eyes, but don't look directly in yeah. the sun. Yeah. Don't look directly at it, but uh, just be out in the sun. Yeah. And then another thing to touch on with getting the 10 minutes of sun prior uh, to 10 a.m. Uh, what does he say? 20 to 30 minutes if, if it's, it's overcast. overcast yeah. yeah. Or if you're through like a, say a tinted window or something. Yeah. Preferably don't. Go it through says no filter. Yeah, yeah no you don't filter. want a filter. And I know that the weather is kind of intense for some people. And like, if you live in Seattle, I mean, I lived in Portland a few years. I understand that the sun come, doesn't come out, but it, it actually comes out at some point. You're yeah. gonna, it's gonna be there. And even if it's overcast, you're still getting those benefits. Yeah. Um, you just got to spend a little longer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Twenty to thirty minutes. Just got to bundle up. Put your head on. We yeah. we bundle up as a family and come outside just to do it. But, you know, it's a benefit that we get in the long run. And it's been really beneficial, especially since I know it's actually working because, Mm -hmm. you know, last year I didn't, I remember waking up so often. I remember telling our doctor like, Hey, I don't, I'm just not getting sick. She's like, put your phone away. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Much better now though. Yeah. But if you want to dive in a little bit deeper onto the circuit, circadian rhythms there's this book that i read by dr panda who specializes in the circadian rhythm and it's called the circadian code mm-hmm. um i read that one many many years ago um i'd like to revisit now with some of the information and see how like some of the stuff that he says compared to what um huberman says see mm-hmm. what their how what their studies are and yeah. like how they um i'm sure a lot together. of it's similar Very and there similar. might be some differences like yes. obviously new research and stuff exactly is, happening and, and kind of being published and coming out pretty often. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm sure Huberman's. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, and it's funny because Huberman's way, he's like all about the health and wellness space now too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, he's got an opinion on everything. <laughs> yeah. Good uh, for him though. Yeah. Smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just a different kind of smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, another thing that we do first thing in the morning we didn't touch on was tongue scraping. This is one that I just brought on to you recently. Yep. I feel like I bought you a tongue scraper. I was like, you have to use it. Yeah, <laughs> because you started it relatively recently as well. Yeah, I mean, well, you've no, been I, doing I, it. Yeah, I always had one reasons. and I feel like I just kind of was like doing it because I was like, oh, it's, you know, it's bad breath. I want to get rid of my bad breath. Blah, blah, blah. But like I dove in a little more and I learned a lot more about it. And it's really good for your lymphatic system. And I also read that, um, and this is even before water, like first thing in the morning, like before you even drink is all the bacteria in your mouth. If you've drink water before that, you're going to just swallow it all. Um, The lymphatic massage woman that I used to go to in LA was like, is like really big on it. And I remember when I was looking up some information about it, uh, a lot of the dentists recommend using the copper ones. And that's the one that mm-hmm. we have yeah. um, because I guess there are more benefits to the copper oh, wow. itself instead of that. just like a plastic one. Okay. And also um, there's less bacteria that stays on it. So mm. that's nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, sh- I've read that you can brush your tongue because I've gotten questions about this on yeah. Instagram. People are like, oh, can I just brush my tongue? You can, but like, think about it. Like you're just kind of brushing it's a different surface in your teeth. Like you're yeah. kind of just like moving it around <laughs> yeah. and like sitting yeah, yeah. it out, but like it's satisfying. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so satisfying. You're just like, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. gross. It's gross so and satisfying, satisfying at the same time. time. But like you said, it kind of 
flushes out those it, toxins. Yes. Um, and I've read that it actually stimulates your digestive system too. Yeah. And your taste buds. But yeah, and you, you know, got to be gentle. And it helps with bad breath. Yes, that's the big <laughs> one. Because I feel yeah. like the first thing in the morning, at, you know, in those mornings that Aluna wakes up and I'm like still sleeping. Yeah. Sometimes like, I'm just like, I need, first thing I do is just scrape my tongue and I don't even brush my teeth. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, did I brush my yeah, yeah. <laughs> because uh, you know, yeah. you don't have that icky feeling in your mouth like yeah, you do right like, after you scrape your tongue. Yeah. Yes, it's wild. Yeah, um, I know that's a little gross. It's a little graphic, but it will be a game changer for your morning routine. Yeah, super simple. Yeah, but um, it takes two seconds right before you brush your teeth. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I had to. I feel like for a while there, I had to be like, "Come on, did you scrape your tongue? Yeah, you scrape your tongue." And then at night, like last thing you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I'll also do it like if I've had a lot of sugar. Sugar, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sugar. Like a Gatorade or Skittles or something. Yeah. Yeah. I got to scrape the Gatorade, Skittles. I yeah. Don't, I don't drink Gatorade. Yeah. Come on. You or, were just talking about Skittles. I last was night. talking about Skittles. And <laughs> yeah, come on. This is a tangent. But I only like the orange and yeah. red ones. <laughs> yeah. Let's get a vote on this. But Nick thinks um, they all taste the same. Yeah. They they are they don't all taste the same. Most Skittles, M and M's, all the stuff. M and M's all taste the same. They like make them different colors. They all taste okay. the same. Okay, M and M's are all different colors, but they're yeah. all chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> the Skittles. <laughs> even turn over the package. Yeah. It even says like lime, orange, yeah. lemon. And back to our regular <laughs> scheduled programming. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. well, I'm, you know, we we might need to take a poll. I think we we're will. going to have to we take will. a poll, but I don't like being wrong. <laughs> There's this one time I posted something about was it blue what, or yeah. was it purple? And everyone agreed that it was purple, but Which Nick said it was purple. What I, I voted. Yeah. <sighs> one of those Whatever. I told you so moments. Um <laughs> the next thing, yeah, yeah. The next thing is water. Um, like you said, after the tongue scraping is whenever we um, try to get some water, 16 ounces, 20 ounces, um, just a couple cups. You know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Even before we eat. Even before you eat. Yeah, we, of course, before you Sometimes if eat. like I'm sleeping and you're cooking breakfast and you already have breakfast ready and I wake up, I'm yeah. like, no, 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 I need to get I need water. My, yeah, I need my water first. Yeah. First thing has to be water. Mm-hmm. Um, for, I mean, there's a, a host of reasons, but like you kind of the, the same toxins thing kind of flushes out your stomach. Um, helps with your metabolism, just kind of gets the, the juices flowing the day started, you know? Um, so yeah, always, always water before, especially prior to coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you have like this natural rise in cortisol in the mornings and adrenaline. Mm-hmm. So you already have like a, a natural, um, high, I guess, or natural kind of energy boost. Yeah. Just whenever you wake up. So if we stack caffeine, yeah. Right on top of that. That's where we kind of get the, like the jittery um, feeling. So, yeah, that's why we try to wait for that as well for 60 to 90 minutes yeah, or so before minutes. we have coffee. Mm-hmm. So water, we like to go tongue scrape immediately. Water right after. Food and then caffeine. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. depending on the day before or how just how I'm feeling first thing. I might do my electrolytes in yeah. that water first thing. Yeah. Um, I also do my vitamin D and K um, like when I'm washing my 
face and, you know, brush my teeth, I usually take the drops and put them in for my immunity. But yeah, the electrolytes have been a big one. Like if I'm, if I wake up and I'm like, I'm really dehydrated. Yeah. I'll usually just, and plus it tastes good. The element yeah. ones that we yeah. have, it's just, they just taste so good. And there's no sugar. Mm-hmm. And also to add on that, the element brand, uh, they do, um, there's no sugar. And if you're someone that's fasting, it actually doesn't break your fast. Oh, so perfect. that's something to, to think about if you're someone that's doing intermittent fasting. We won't talk about that today. Um, but yeah, you kind of got to Oh, let, and then what we eat. Yeah, high oh, yeah. protein. Yeah, high, high protein. Pro- um. Just try to have, obviously we want that to come from whole foods. Yeah. Like we want, I mean, if you do a vegetarian option, go for it, but just something that, um, we can get a fair amount of, uh, protein in. Yeah. Cause that's going to, I mean, support lean muscle mass. It's, and it's going to keep you full. It's going to keep you full. Yeah. Help your, like help support your metabolism. So there's just a ton of different things. It's going to help regulate like blood sugar and insulin levels, Mm -hmm. which is, on the back end of the day, if we do want to have like a high carb, so we're having pizza mm-hmm. for dinner um, and we know we're going to have like a pretty high carb dinner. If we have a high protein breakfast, yep. it kind of regulates some of those levels throughout the day. So you have a little better response yeah. to that high carb at the end of the day. Um, not saying go eat like a full yeah. cheese pizza by yourself right before you go to bed <laughs> by any <laughs> means. Um, but there's definitely things that you can do throughout the day to kind of set hey, yourself I'm, up for, for success. Cheese pizza surprisingly has a lot of protein in it obviously yeah. there's way more carbs but because of the cheese yeah. <laughs> but That's it's, it's, it's so not good. ideal yeah obviously you want lean proteins like yeah. the best things are going to be like the chickens and meats yeah. um you know if you're vegetarian you know your chickpeas we do a lot of seeds we uh, yeah. we add a, a lot, lot of, hemp of like seeds, hemp seeds flax it's like seeds, 12 yeah. grams of Per serving? Yeah, yeah, per serving. For like a or, tablespoon yeah, or two tablespoons table, yeah. or something? It's definitely a lot. But, you know, when we do like Greek yogurt, we do a lot of Greek yogurt because that's like 18 grams of protein. Yeah. Um, or just like the pancakes that I made yeah. this morning. Yeah. Um, two eggs in there. Yeah. It's, it's, there's like six ingredients, two mm-hmm. eggs, two bananas. Mm-hmm. That's like the, the foundation and then vanilla extract and salt and cinnamon. Yeah. Um, baking powder. There's a handful of things, but, um, Throw in hit because that's not a ton of protein. Mm-hmm. So then throwing like, I don't know, maybe a little peanut butter and then sprinkling hemp seeds on top of the yep. peanut butter. You don't butter. even taste It's kind of a good little tech extra. Yeah, texture. You, yeah you don't even <laughs> taste the hemp seeds. But like you just said, you get an extra 15 to 25-ish grams of protein. Mm-hmm. Like And we try to shoot out. for at least 25 to 40 grams per yeah. meal. Yeah. You know, keep in mind that we are both very active. Um, you know, there are certain recommendations for how much protein you should take. We're not going to talk about that because we aren't dietitians, but there are yeah. suggestions. But, you know, as two people that are very high, very active, um, I'm also pregnant. Um, yeah. You know, protein is high on our list. Extremely important. Yeah. And and again, going back to what I touched on earlier, trying to get that from foods. Real foods. Yeah. yeah real and foods. we definitely supplement. We Yeah, of course yeah. we supplement because we're trying to get yeah. Like a significant amount of protein yeah. in throughout the day. So a lot of times it's hard to get all of that protein from your food. Yep. So we'll have like just a little eight ounce, yeah. you know, isopure shake or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, we add some collagen in there. So that's 35 yeah. grams of protein. Yeah. Um, and you know, again, it keeps us full. It helps, you know, and I, I've recently shared something in about sleeping better. You know, yeah. a lot of people, someone was asking me about, um, you know, they're on a calorie deficit, a really high calorie deficit. And they're yeah. like, I'm having a hard time sleeping. 
And I was like, yeah, that's going to affect your sleep too. So yeah. making sure that you can, your body is like fueled enough is going to be really important for just for how you function throughout the day. Yep. Um, and yeah, just from like a nutrient standpoint, but also a hydration standpoint. Yeah. It's like we need the water throughout the day. We can't yep. just pound like our daily water intake before noon yeah. and then not drink water the rest of the day. I yeah. know a bunch of people that try to do that. Yeah. Like I drink all my water. Yeah, but you haven't had yeah. water in like five hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, I know you drank a lot this morning, but try to sustain that throughout the day. Yeah. And also, you know, the electrolytes are important for that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are drink like a gallon of water and it goes right through them, but they're not actually like keeping. They're wondering why they have headaches. And that's where electrolytes can help. You know, we have a society that's so afraid of salt. Yeah. And the salt is going to make me like swell up. It's going to inflate. Yeah. And again, you know, we're not dietitians, um, not medical doctors. This isn't Mm -hmm. medical advice. You obviously should always check with your healthcare provider, but you know, as two people that cook at home all the time, I undersalt food a lot. So like, we're not afraid of having two elements a day because we know we need it. You're Nick, you're working out like crazy sweating. And when it's hot outside, like you are sweating, Yeah, you know? And so it's really important to get that. And a lot of people don't even realize like, oh, you have a headache. You probably need some electrolytes. Your water mm-hmm. isn't just helping. The water is probably going to help. Yeah. But in order for your body to actually absorb and like take that water in, yeah. the electrolytes are are huge. Yeah. So that's been a b- big, big one for me. And um, I thought just doing one a day was good enough. But recently when I went to the uh, my midwife, you know, I did the pee test um, that I have to do every time yeah. there. And she was like, hey, I think you should try to go for two of them. And I was like, yeah. okay. So yeah. I started doing two. I'll usually at least do one yeah. um, every single day, no matter what my movement is. Yep. Like you said, if I if I rip a workout for an hour and a half and I'm just drenched, I'll probably double down and, yep. and drink two in one of the big hydro jugs. But um, it, yeah, at least one for sure. Yeah. In the morning, if I do have caffeine, it's very rare that I do. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, our teapot just broke. Uh, so sad. Um, so I haven't been doing hot water cause I'm too lazy to like boil it on the thing and it's just a thing and, yeah. you know, cause it's easy to just set it, set it and leave it and you don't have to think about it anymore. <laughs> too lazy to boil water. <laughs> this is it's for those, those that can't see me. I'm looking at the camera right now. It's because it's one of those things I have to remember that it's there. Oh. You know, Luna will oh. probably run and do okay. something and then you justified, know. Yeah. justified. I know. Everyone. No, this is funny because I've been... <laughs> I mean, I'm the queen of justification. Yeah. This is why at some point in my young, like toddler years, I wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I was wanting to justify everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> but no, I mean, let's be real. How many times have I turned on that teapot, like the automatic one that turns off right away and just forgot that I need to make something? I know if we had a tea kettle on the stove that I had to turn on, yeah. it's very likely. I'm going to forget it is there. But I guess if we get one of those ones that sing. Teapot, yeah. Yeah, maybe like we get whistles. one of those. Yeah, that's the whistle the, ones. That's the point. Yeah. We're maybe. learning. We're, we're learning. learning. I know. There's just too many things. A I cool 36 learn. years on this earth, but we're still, <laughs> we're still learning something new every day. <sighs> well, I just thought that there was a teapot that, again, tangent, sorry, but this is, you know, if anyone wants to have, or maybe they do pour over coffee, this could be really beneficial. Yeah. Um, the teapot. That is an electric tea kettle that you can set whatever um, you press, like if it's oolong tea, green tea, black tea. So, you know, there's different temperatures. And then there's a button that you can keep it warm at that temperature. I was like, oh, maybe we'll get that one. But I don't know. 
Sounds like that's going to be the one that we'll be <laughs> receiving in the mail via Amazon here pretty quickly. <laughs> we'll be here tomorrow morning. Yeah, I just I just saw it this morning. So, yeah. so it will be here tomorrow morning. Yeah, confirmed. Yeah. Um, um, back to diets. Yeah, I was just going to say um, high protein breakfast. Yep. But like Cynthia um, had told us previously. Yep. Cynthia is uh, a registered dietitian that we worked with for a while. Yeah, while we were in L.A., um, she worked with some of our clients. Yep. Um, but one thing that she always seemed to like really, really harp on. Um, it was, she was very passionate about it. It was the, the vegetables. Yeah. Getting, and for, like any sort of produce. Yeah. Any sort of produce, yeah. like trying to get six or seven servings yeah. of those vegetables a day. Yeah. Um, and getting those fibers, getting those minerals, like getting, yep. getting all those benefits, um, and just keeping everything functioning effectively, efficiently. Um, as far as your system goes, your digestive system, like everything, um, we can't just, do a carnivore. I, I mean, I guess to each his own. A yeah, carnivore some people diet. do. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, what I loved about her philosophy was that it was less about changing your diet completely because yeah. you know a lot of, that is really hard for a lot of people yeah. is just to change all their change everything that they're doing and yeah. just going even to for eat us, vegetables. Yes. Where health and wellness is our life and yes. our lifestyle, it's even hard for us. So we know that it's difficult for. Yeah, because you know, realistically, if it comes to people wanting to lose weight, like vegetables and fruit, there, there aren't a ton of calories. Like yeah. you just need to add more vegetables and fruit into yep. your diet. And, you know, when you think of seven a day, it kind of sounds like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of servings, but you know, serving is just like a fistful, right? Yeah. And. Or a cup, a cup, a cup full a cup, or yeah, like right. whatever you can yeah. use. Like there's ways that you can use your hands yes. to kind of um, measure. And I yeah. think as long as you break it down, like, oh, I am going to have a piece of fruit and some vegetables for breakfast, a piece of fruit and uh, vegetables for lunch and same for dinner, maybe extra for dinner because dinner for most people is more hearty or maybe mm -hmm. it's lunch is more hearty. Maybe you get that extra serving. And then, you know, maybe throughout the day, like your snack is a piece of fruit and there you go. Seven, yeah. you know, seven sounds really daunting whenever you kind of like break it down and you're like trying to think of one meal and trying to yeah. think, of, oh my gosh, I have to fill my hand up with with spinach for sure you know for sure and little hacks like we said the protein hack with the hemp seeds yeah. like we're sneaking in an extra 12 to 25 grams mm -hmm. every time um of with protein spinach, and spinach is like another yeah seriously spinach is a good hack for um you know throwing in a smoothie like pancakes, pancakes this morning yeah. threw them in the pancakes you literally can't taste anything oh. it makes the pancakes green and fun for a luna yeah. <laughs> um that's the only difference but we're also getting spinach yep and just sneaking it in there what i love about spinach too is you can chop it up really small and put it in almost anything almost anything like almost any vegetable meal like yeah. you won't even taste it or just like same thing with chili kale too. like chili yep. cheeseburger mac like yep. anything that i make i could literally just chop yep. up spinach throw it in yep and you'll be able to see it but you literally can't taste it yeah the only thing at the time i don't like spinach is when it's stringy is whenever you make it and you like just don't chop it i just, what do you, I just you don't chop it I'll you just throw it in and saute it in. yeah you're yeah, just saute like, it on the stove he doesn't so. like the texture of the sliminess and it's just so slime like <laughs> i know Oof, i don't want that but you know a big one for us is berries uh yeah. there is a book that i read called how not to die um and his whole thing is about the different kind of diets that helps 
reverse or prevent diseases. And, you know, a lot of his philosophies are based around plant-based diets, which we don't do. Well, vegetarian diets. So he, he doesn't endorse like eating meat, but he does have a whole chapter on eating blueberries and like, Like, you know, he has vegetables, seeds, nuts, da, 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 but then like blueberries, not even fruits, but yeah. specifically blueberries. Yeah. And so I remember ever since that, like blueberries have been such a big thing. And we obviously love blueberries in this household. That yeah. was like one of the first things Aluna loved. And besides bananas and mango. But yeah, like we are always having berries in the house. And like we, ha- I mean, we might have two servings of berries a day. Yeah. I feel like we're going to turn into Violet. Oh, from, at least two servings. What's her name? What's of the blueberries? Movie? Huh? Yeah. Two yeah. At least. What's the or character from, now. what is that movie with the chocolate factory? Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Okay. <laughs> Violet. She turns yeah. into a blueberry. I'm yeah. surprised we haven't turned into a blueberry. Yep. Um, close. We're close. Close. Yeah. Well, Luna might as well turn into a blueberry. Yeah. But Blueberries all the time. Blackberries, raspberries. Yes. Yeah, lots of berries. Berries um, in general are one of the highest yeah. antioxidant fruits yeah. out there. So if you are to pick So just one. helping with inflammation and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And again, going back to what I said earlier, just... Essentially, in general, just helping your system operate more effectively, Yeah, you know, by getting those vegetables, getting those berries, like however you get that berry, spinach, um, whatever your method is, just yeah. try to make sure you get that. And I think it's also important to add that, you know, a lot of people think only vegetables, but like fruits are going to give you all of those benefits, the fiber, yeah. the, you know, and I, I wouldn't say do only fruits. No, definitely like, not. Definitely, definitely not, not just seven straight servings no, no, no. Of, of blueberries. No, no, no. And that's the but only fruit. I just don't want people to be scared of it because a yeah, lot of, of people think, oh, the sugar, but like it's different kind of sugar yeah. than just white refined sugar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But if you do two to three servings of fruits and then two, like three or four servings of vegetables or what, vice versa, like as long as you're getting a good little mix of yeah. both, it's, you'll be fine. I mean, we, you, for us, like if we know we didn't have a ton of vegetables and like the last thing we want to do at the end of the day is just have a handful of spinach as our yeah. thing like we're good we're likely going to eat an apple or something but mm-hmm. what we do keep in mind is it's like right before bed like we don't want anything that high sugar yeah um you know again we'll go over details of our nighttime, nighttime routine. routine in another episode but yeah. you know um the late night stacking with the with the high sweet stuff is Usually we try to make it a no-no. <laughs> yeah, we try to. Um, and again, we can touch on this whenever we do the nighttime routine podcast. But um, I think one thing that we've tried to do, at least here recently, if we do have a sugary snack like that at night, even if it's fruit, if it's toaster strudel. <laughs> I mean, we actually talked about toaster strudels in the first episode. Oh, we people, did. People oh, God. think they were obsessed with toaster strudels. Yeah, you're right. Oh, man. Okay. Toaster strudels. Um, I promise we're healthy. Yeah. So if <laughs> like whatever that snack is at night, we just try to do some type a of movement. little movement after. Yeah. Not. I'm not talking about going on a 15 minute walk no, or no, no. going just and like hitting a workout or anything, stretch. but foam rolling. Yeah. Foam rolling. Foam rolling. Just like walking around the house. Yeah. Like. Damn, babe, you left the lights on in the kitchen. Oh, well, I'll go get the lights. <laughs> I, need I need to get some extra steps, steps in. But <laughs> Let's it's, go. it's because your body's looking for that glucose. Yeah. You're right after. So if you're going to have a high carb, like, you know, like a bunch of bread or fruit, like your body's yep. going to be looking for that glucose uh, right after. Your so to kind of get the blood flowing blood and get flowing, the yeah, get little circulation. Working. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good way to do it for uh, like 10 minutes. I'm not. Yeah. Yep. Again, you don't have to go for a walk, but we love like we always are like, let's walk it off. And it's not like we our mindset is never 
we have to burn off this. It's just like, hey, we just know we're going to feel better if we're going for a walk yeah. or if we're going to do I would know, love to, if we could walk after every single meal, that'd be it feels so amazing. Nice. Yeah, yeah, just because it helps in digestion and yeah, um, again, blood flow, circulation, everything. So yeah, that would be awesome. But obviously, that's not necessarily feasible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just some type of movement five ten minutes after. Yeah. Um, you you have that sugary snack at night. So yeah, another tangent, but um. Well, let's yeah. talk about meal prep. Um, what we do, how we do it. Um. You know, I think that there are a lot of Instagram worthy people out there that show these really beautiful meal preps and it needs to be boring. Yes. Meal prep needs to be boring, boring. basic, basic, like the more complex it becomes, um, the harder it is to follow. I actually yep. just saw a post uh, from one of my good buddies, Dr. Ramsey, Ramsey. He's a head strength coach and for a collegiate basketball team, University of Kansas, um, or I guess Kansas University. Um, but I mean, he's at the top of the game. He became a strength coach for a team in the NBA whenever he was like 25 or something, 24, 25, like the youngest ever to do it. So Mm -hmm. an incredibly bright dude, but yeah, he just made a post yesterday, um, talking about just that, like not trying to get too, and the same with your workouts, Yeah, not trying to get too complex, um, not trying to confuse the body like let's just keep the same if we squat if we push if we pull if we lunge if we same movement yeah and then the same goes for food if we eat just a good lean chicken or lean meat um we get our vegetables we don't have to have like a smoked avocados salsa salmon like whatever every (laughs) single time um it can be boring and that's that's how we stick to it yeah you know yeah and you know We've been really good about if we know we're going to have like, I'm going to make a Korean beef, you know, meal that night. Yeah. I'm probably going to get the two, the the two pounds of ground beef yeah. and make two servings of it so yeah. then we can save it. So it's less about like having Sunday to like, okay, we're going to plan the whole week and da 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 da. Like, we're just like, okay, we're just going to make a lot extra. Mm-hmm. So then the next day. The, the day after we have some extra yep. um, and just so you know you make your chicken on I feel like I'll Sunday. make yeah I'll make chicken on the grill every Sunday um, and that'll last us a couple of days pretty much, but then like pretty at much least every you get to lunch. change it up you yeah, know, yeah so you're not eating you're not eating it's, the same pretty thing. much every lunch yeah we'll have chicken for lunch every uh, I guess mm-hmm. for a couple of days mm-hmm. and then at, at dinner say on yeah like you said Tuesday or Wednesday night then you'll make two servings of your yeah, Korean whatever, beef or yeah. whatever it is. And then that'll kind of be our yeah. meal prep for the back half of the week. So yeah. not necessarily doing five or six weeks at once. Yeah. We do two or three weeks, make dinner, just make a bunch of extra, or excuse me, two or three days um, and then make dinner. And then that'll make the extra two or three days. Yeah. And planning ahead is, is huge. You know, we have our brand new, whiteboard that we have the whole yeah. week and it's nice to just be able to write and visually see like oh, okay this is what we're gonna have this day and you know we make 90 percent of our meals yeah. you know we probably only go out to eat <laughs> we were just talking about this every other week yeah um but you know we'll you know Plus like last, taco tuesday. Yeah, i was just this gonna say ex- taco tuesday this is excluding taco tuesday that's a given that we're yeah, gonna be we out love, for that yeah we love our taco tuesday um, um yeah. oh man i have leftovers yes yeah. excited about that yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the Taco Tuesday leftovers are my favorite because the tortillas are good and this, yeah. And I love a good like uh, rice and bean um, little 
thing that I just make. It's mash up, mash up rice and yeah. bean. rice. But then I'm rice. Um, that's what Aluna's <laughs> cutest word right now is rice. Rice. Um, oh, <laughs> I have a note here to talk about <laughs> the no. lucky no. charm stat. So yeah, yeah recently, yo, yeah, I did too. Um, this is just another reason why social media is so annoying at times and fake news is just, you know, people just see these headlines and I think it was Joe Rogan that brought a lot of light to it. Yeah, um, it was. <laughs> there was a, a, a thing that was going around that's saying, lucky charms are healthier than steak. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the... It was just like a very um, generic, like very, catch line. Yes, hundred percent. You know, it was just trying to get your attention because yeah. it said something about um, newly funded U.S. government food pyramid yes. suggests that Lucky Charms is healthier than steak or whatever it was. Um, but one, there's not even a food pyramid anymore. Yep. And the company that, or, or I guess the university, it's my, it's my plate. Yeah, my it was. Tufts University, I think, in Boston, Massachusetts is the one that released the study or whatever they call it. <laughs> um, and it's not like endorsed by the U.S. government. Yeah. So it's it was literally just a catchy headline. Um, they rank system uh, or excuse me, food on some type of nutrition profiling system, something. Um, and it says that Lucky Charms is yeah. healthier than steak. that is why it's so frustrating to me because it's like you see these boxes of like, and hey, we love Lucky Charms in this household. Yeah. Um, Not knocking Lucky yeah, Charms, we, but know, to say that just, it's healthier than it's, like a meat, a yeah. lean meat especially. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, again, it's just for clicks. And their reasoning too was like, oh, you know, the, they put vitamins and minerals in it, but like, that's who knows what that is. Yeah. It's not real. It's not real vitamins and minerals that you can get from, you know, spinach and steak yeah. and the real iron that you can get from steak. They uh, just wanted people to click on it. They yeah, wanted it to go viral. Yes. And it did. Yes. Um. So, yeah, definitely not endorsing Lucky Charms over steak. No, I'll definitely gladly not. I'll <laughs> gladly smoke me a have steak, steak on my grill five charms. times a week before I have Lucky Charms. Oh, you know what's funny yeah. about the Lucky Charms, though, is that you and I bonded a lot in the beginning when we first over started cereal. dating over cereal. Yeah. It was the Captain Crunch Berries. Yep. Oops, so all good. berries. Oops, all berries. <laughs> I thought it was the, like a There was special. another one, too. There was like a some type Cookie of... Crisp? No. C cookies and cream or maybe an Oreo. I think, I think it was Cookie Crisp. Maybe it was Cookie Crisp. Yeah. I, yeah. Remember, I think I, I remember taking a picture of the Cookie Crisp box in front of your silver um, backsplash on your thing. And Toaster Strudels. We did. <laughs> Toaster yeah. have been a staple in this yeah, relationship in this slash marriage <laughs> for the last three years. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's I, I just love to share that because I feel like a lot of people get like, oh, they're trainers, like they probably only eat healthy, you know, and I and I want to share that's realistic. You know, we're and not saying 80 percent of the time. I feel like we stick to the 80 20 rule yes, fairly well. Very much so. Um, The 80 20 rule being like 80 percent of the times you should try to stick to it, try to stay consistent with with healthy habits. Yep. The other 20 times, uh, excuse me, 20 percent. um, Like have whatever you want to have. Yeah. Like have a drink, have dessert, like whatever. Um. Yeah. That's 
good enough to sustain and and like actually make improvements yeah. but it's also more so for, for your sanity in my opinion oh, like yeah. for your mental agreed you know um, we do we haven't done it as religiously as we used to but donut sundays was a big thing in the household for yeah. a long time i feel like you had you had posted for like 150 weeks in a yeah, row or two something years, yeah, yeah two years yeah. donut sunday two or three years in a row yeah. every sunday you've made every a post sunday. on instagram yeah I even, Crazy. Had, I even had a gif yeah, you had your own gift. I had my own gift. I still it's still a there with gift. the dogs in it. Yeah. Now Aluna needs to be in it. Yeah. But we don't let Aluna have donuts. In fact, we had some this past Sunday and we also got those I forgot what they're called, but the things with the hot dog is in the inside of the croissant yeah, like thing. Yeah, like kolachi kolachi what I don't really I don't know how know. you pronounce I it. Know. I always was like, "Yeah, can I get some?" <laughs> can I get one of those things? Yeah, I just mumble. <laughs> um, and I we gave her a little bite of it parents out there we did smush the hot dog just so you know mm-hmm. um we didn't want her to eat the hot dog because we know yeah. that that's a choking hazard yeah. but yeah we switched the hot dog and she really liked it yep. and like but she kept finding like i don't know how but she would get on top she would somehow get on top of the table not on top of the table she would grab the donut box and like carry it over to me and say yep. ah, ah i'm like uh you're not gonna get a donut sorry yeah. girlfriend yeah. I feel bad. Not that we don't give her <laughs> sugars entirely. Like she yeah. definitely has had sugars she has a before. a little bit, yeah. But we try to. Yeah, we just want to make sure that she's just best. not addicted to it. And yeah. it's not like the thing that she's she's going to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we talked a little bit about that in the first episode too. And um, <laughs> the addiction that we think came from you getting yeah. cereal milk. milk as a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the junk food thing, like we we like to be very realistic on that. But we, we, you know, again, we are not telling you like you should eat junk food all the time, especially if you're inactive, if you're yeah. sedentary. You probably shouldn't be going for the junk food all the time. Yeah. You know, like if we are Nick, especially his metabolism is is wild. Yeah. Like it's just really wild. Um, but the last thing that we're going to talk about is our supplements, even though we we touched on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, we do the elements for our um, electrolytes. The vitamin D is what I take for my immunity and then protein. But I think a big one that not a lot of people know about, but people should know about, especially women, is creatine. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, I think creatine, or I guess I know creatine is the most uh, research supplement, you know, on yeah. the planet. So um, there's a lot of evidence that shows like all of the benefits. I feel like the, um, I don't know, general consensus is that you supplement with creatine if you're trying to add muscle mass and get, and get bulky, which it does promote lean muscle mass. Um, but it's, it's not necessarily a supplement that's just going to make you swole or like make you add a ton of size. It's not like you're going to turn into this bodybuilder right. by, by I think taking that's what women are afraid that's what of I'm saying. That's yes. like the general consensus that it's, it's just going to make you bulky. But, um, I mean, there's so many benefits from supporting energy levels. Um, again, increasing lean muscle mass, helping with your metabolism. Um, there's, there's a ton of research on the benefits of it for men and women and not just women, but also women while pregnant. Yeah. Um, I was actually just reading a study. I sent it to you that um, the research is fairly new. So we're not like, again, like you said earlier, please consult with your healthcare provider. <laughs> like we're not medical professionals telling you to go take, uh, to take creatine. But there's um, new findings coming out that says 
creatine supplementation prior to pregnancy and during pregnancy uh, could potentially lower the risk of injury if there's like a complication during the birth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, just stronger mama, stronger baby, I feel like. So, yeah, you've been you've been consistent with it. Yeah. Um, yeah and there isn't, uh, you know, again, because the studies are limited, you know, there, it, typically people do five grams a day. It's like one yeah. scoop. But that's what I've been doing every day. And um, yeah, I feel like it's been yeah. I feel really good. You know, I I make my isopure cocktail with my basically with my protein, my collagen and that. Yeah, um, that's what I have. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think. I think that's pretty much. Yeah. And again, that's not you. You get creatine from um, like animal. Yeah. Animal foods. So chicken, like red meats. Um, So it's like it's it's a supplement that you're already naturally getting if you choose to eat those foods so your body can tolerate it very well. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason that it's safe, like because you're already getting it. We just like got to make sure that those levels, the creatine levels in your system stay at a certain point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, tons of tons of upside, little to no, like I haven't really seen any downside. Mm-mm. As long as you stay active and you you drink a lot of water. Yeah. Um, you should be fine. Yeah. And I think that's something to to add, like you, like you said, staying active. I think a lot of people take a lot of supplements and are very sedentary. Yeah. Um, So their body isn't really using the supplements or, you know, they're not really processing it. Um, And one that I really love to touch on is pre-workout because I know that's a big one for a lot of people. And they're wondering whether or not you should take pre-workout. I'm not, you know, dissing it at all. I think that there are way better researched options for pre-workout, you know, caffeine. Like that's just, you know, and a lot of people I think aren't even going hard enough to take pre-workout. I think they think they are, but they aren't. And then just like, they just want that tingly feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I don't think there's enough research on to show that it's actually making that many changes in people's bodies. Whereas creatine actually has that natural occurring stuff and, you know, the animals you eat and your body needs it and your body creates it, you know, so. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I would say my go-to pre-workout is coffee, mm-hmm. um, a protein shake with creatine in it. Yeah. Uh, and then like if I want like a little more energy, a little more boost, um, I'll mix in some beta alanine. But oh, yeah. not not doing like like a C4, something not that, I mean, C4 I feel like has came a long way and they actually have decent... Um, you know, ingredients and stuff. So not bashing C4 by any means. There's a lot worse companies out there from a pre-workout standpoint. But I think a a lot of times you just don't know what else is in yeah. the, you know, because it'll give you a list of ingredients and then it'll just say like so-and-so's proprietary blend. But yes. like what, what is in the proprietary blend? And then That's where are they mixing? What factory? Yeah. Like, because a lot of these factories uh, share or like the companies share factories. Mm-hmm. So they might be making this pre-workout that's clean, mm-hmm. air quotes, and then they make this pre-workout that's not clean, but they're making it in the same factory so they could get contaminated. Yeah. Um, I know there's been a handful of athletes have failed drug tests for that reason. Oh, yeah, that's such a shame. Yeah, because yeah. they didn't know what they were taking. They thought they were taking their typical clean supplement, but yeah. since they were mixed in the same 
machines and stuff in the same warehouse. Yeah. It gets a little contaminated and then boom, they fill a drug test. Yeah. And that, that, yeah, that kind of stuff is tough. It's, you know, yeah. But, you know, again, we're not bashing it. It's just something that's not in our regular rotation of supplements. Um, You know, again, we aren't one of those people that's like super clean all around because yeah, we eat toaster strudels. We eat, you know, the regular food that everybody eats, but you know, that's just something that we're not comfortable in our routine. And, um, yeah. And I mean, I, I definitely did take pre-workout at some point in my life. Yeah, for sure. Me um, too. But, you know, in doing more research and even just figuring out my body in my own workouts, like I've just realized it just doesn't really benefit me. And it was more yeah. psychological. And I remember a time I took pre-workout for an evening workout and it was the worst. <laughs> no sleep. No sleep. Yeah. And you don't even realize how much caffeine is in that stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's just something to to think about if you're thinking about, you know, doing your your pre-workout before a workout. I would say just, you know, eat a good meal beforehand, let it digest, depending on what kind of workout it is. You yeah. know, it's just, yeah. But uh, I think that's everything for our morning slash day parts of our routines. Um we're definitely going to touch on more and like get more specific into exercise and what yeah. some of those things look like for us. For and of sure. course, our nighttime routine and so much more. Yeah. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on all your favorite podcast apps. And if you have anything you want us to address in future episodes, make sure to email us at contact at beyondtheroutinepodcast.com. Peace. Just real quick, we'd like to remind you that while we are fitness and wellness professionals, we are not doctors or prescribing any medical advice. We do advise that before you change any of your habits or routines, you always should check with your healthcare provider.